Hello and welcome back to the In and Around podcast. I'm your host, Will Hunt, and joining me this week, back from sunny Spain slash the hemorrhoids, <laughs> is Dave Harris. Hello. And back again, Mr. Consistent, Michael Breslin. We're back, baby. <laughs> Dave, how was Madrid? It's really good, thanks, yeah. Good weather. Yeah, good alcohol, no work. Standard, really. Have you haven't brought back any deadly diseases, have you? No, um, not coronavirus. Okay. I hope not, because we're in quite close yeah. proximity yeah. to you at the moment. We're all caught around the phone as we were Might get us two weeks off. Might get us two weeks off. In and around pod behind closed doors. <laughs> um, this is a slightly uh, different episode. Um, we're going to talk about the 15... Well, I was going to say the 15 best Premier League players, but that's probably not strictly true. So the, so the Premier League recently yeah. announced they were going to do... Uh, a Hall of Fame for to induct players in, kind of like they do in American sport. Yeah. So this year they're inducting two players. We decided we'd take it a bit further. Yeah, we do the first Because 15. it's so hard for a top 10. We're taking 15. Yeah. So we've all spent the last couple of days to a week putting together our lists. I'm at 24 at the moment, so we've got some work to do. I think I'm pretty much 24 as well. <laughs> I'm at, I'm at, I got it down to 15, and then I didn't feel good about it, and then I redrafted it, and then I got it back down to 15, and then I still didn't feel good about it. I, I'm I've impressed got, you've been to 15. Cause... Oh, like, no, there's, there's, people I've, there's people I just haven't got that I'm like, I can't believe yeah, they're this, not in there. And then this is really hard and, work. And then there's people who are really easy to leave out. Um, yeah. Stephen Gerrard. So, so before <laughs> before we get started, um, um, drop us a tweet, your top 15s, we'd love to have a debate about it, especially after you've listened to our, what could be good or terrible opinions, and what we end up with between the three of us as our top 15s, so that's at In and Around Pod, obviously on Twitter. Yeah. Drop us a tweet on there, we can have a debate mm. amongst other things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this we, we anticipate this one's probably going to be uh, the one where people disagree with us the most. Yeah, um, because this could be a real debate. Yeah, we've talked about this before, and the three of us aren't. The three oh. of us were locked in on ten players that we all agree has to be into the Hall of Fame, and then we have debates about certain players. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to give you uh, each a look at our fifteen players, maybe a few more mentions. But we are actually going to pick, and then we're going to have that be on our resume forever. So when um, we don't put Joe Cole in the top fifteen players <laughs> of all time, or Solomon Damien Duff. Damien Duff. Do you remember Duff? Oh, God. When he used to run down the ring and shoot. <coughs> the run ring? The ring? <laughs> run down the wing and shoot. He was just what a player he was. Anyway, um, before we get started, let's quickly run through the sort of cal- reasons how we picked these people. Um, and I think we're a bit, some of us are a bit more stricter than others. For example, um, and this you, some people might not agree with this, I, when you're talking about the absolute top cream of the crop um, players, I took into account winning... Um, was a massive thing for me. Yeah. So you will see that my teams, for example, is dominated. I haven't picked a player who wasn't in uh, one of the four teams who've dominated the Premier League era. And in my opinion, they're Arsenal, Man United, Man City, and Chelsea. Luckily, we, that leaves Damien Duff available. It does selection. leave Damien Duff available. Yeah, it does. Um, I also thought I and then we've all agreed, sort of, that we take into account success, how good you were of a player, which is a bit more of a subjective one. How long you were in the league, yeah. your individual accolades and the stats that you have, so goals and assists. And um, it's going to leave a few players who you probably instantly go, oh God, he's got to be in, out in the cold. Um, the only other thing we've picked on this is 
it's only things you did in the Premier League to be eligible. So, for the example, we've been using Gerard um, carrying Liverpool to a Champions League title. It's great and all, but it doesn't really affect his position in the Premier League pantheon. Likewise, with Didier Drogba's unbelievable record in cup finals. And it actually does save Henri from being the biggest uh, big game bottle job in the Premier League history. <laughs> you know, he's got zero goals in any finals. Henri? Henri, yeah, zero wow. goals in any finals. That's Didier Drogba? Stat. 14 and 13. That's pretty good. 14 and 13. Anyway, that's totally out of the window for today. Dave, you put your hand up. What do you want to say? Over Family Martins, one in one for Burnley. Yeah, one in one. That's a one, I think. <laughs> um, Dave wasn't here last week, but we did give him a shout out for Blue's anniversary of winning the Carabao. Um, Excellent. Anyway, without further ado, we probably ought to get on and discuss the first player. So let's go through the locks in our opinion first. Um, yep. Number one. I think personally we should talk about the best player in Premier League history, um, Thierry Omri. Who wants to talk about the magician? I, I'd, I'd like to first take issue with the best player in Premier League history. I'm, I'm not sure about what? that. What? Who's better? Well, maybe in the Premier League at the time, but there's been better players than him played in the Premier League, I think. Yeah, one. Yeah. But that's it. And he wasn't the player he was in the Premier League. I agree, but yeah. and I'm, I'm, so... just, I'm just... Oh, yeah, but... Best player, he's the best player in Premier League history because he played the best in the Premier League. Okay, fine. So, yeah, joint, joint most player of the years, two. Um, he obviously won. He only won two Premier Leagues, wow. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, four player of the months. So, in 262 appearances, he won 157 games, which is pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, and also scored 175 goals, yeah. which is a hell of a record. Um, obviously, all the, all of that was at Arsenal and included four golden boots in his time in the Premier League. Yeah. Dave, generational striker, pretty unparalleled. Gonna, yeah, if we hadn't put him in, well, I think it would be time to stop recording these podcasts. <laughs> to be quite honest, um, I, my favourite thing about Thierry Henry uh, is the fact that he holds the single uh, season single season record for most assists as well from striker. He's like the complete player. When you think of yeah. a player that used to terrify you. Um, with arrog- just sheer arrogance Thierry Henry was that player I mean the biggest compliment to him is the fact that last week we were talking about Aubameyang and Martial and we were like oh you could just see a glimpse of Thierry Henry in them and it sort of we were using it as like almost the highest form yeah, of compliment of praise because he was just unbelievable and let's talk about it quickly because we talk about winning um, and I know he's only got two titles which you'll see there are many a player on this list that have more titles they do he was he is one of the invincibles mm-hmm. the only team in Premier League history to have a gold trophy that record saved for another year after Liverpool lost to Watford um, how God. much how much yeah praise sir um, how much of an accomplishment is an invincible trophy how much did that play into your thinking when you huge when hugely. you some of these players well I mean I'd say hugely but I mean I'd pick Henri anyway with his goal scoring record yeah however the Invincibles, it's one of those things where even with Liverpool aren't repeating it, you've got to think, are we going to see anyone repeat it? And doesn't doesn't that likely, to be honest? I would say, probably, yeah, you're probably not going to see that again. Yeah. Uh, you, there was a lot of jaws in there, but still, to, to not lose mm-hmm. a single Premier League game, well, they, they didn't lose in, in 49, but obviously yeah. the whole 38 game season. That is something really, really special. Um, And obviously there might be some other players that we come on to 
that might not have got in had they not been part of that. Maybe or maybe not. We'll see how we go. But yeah, <laughs> Henri was always getting in. Yeah, um, I think Thierry Henri. Like I've, I always say, it, like if I'm picking uh, any team, if I'm picking from all the Premier League players to create the ultimate Premier League team, I'm picking Henri at striker every time. I'm not even thinking about it. I feel Thierry Henri inspired an entire generation of football. He fans. did. And for that reason, what what a compliment! Yeah. yeah, I'm looking for a bit of that with some of my uh, other picks. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I've I've taken that into account with some yeah. of the players that I've got. Um, and I, I honestly like I I feel like everything that's said about Omri has already been said because he's just a wizard. He's certainly one. He plays for Arsenal. I like him. Yeah, I, I don't know what like, more you can say. Like Has anyone ever disliked him? Well, well, uh, the, all the Irish, actually. Yeah, all yeah, the they, Irish. They all hate him. Yeah. After that, uh, wasn't, but they he wasn't liked a handball, him. Though. The thing is, <laughs> they liked him in the Premier League, and that's what we're talking about. Okay, then. Yeah, that is true. Right. But I mean, if you go outside the Premier League, and I know we say we wouldn't, because like, now it's just a Thierry Henry circle jerk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's got a lot. Woke up. Champions League. He played in one of the. He played in a great Barcelona team. He conquered the MLS. He's. Oh, that's he, an, that's a that's probably the crowning achievement. Yeah, conquering the MLS. Yeah. But I mean, Gerard went over there and basically flopped. <laughs> Lampard too. I mean, Robbie Keane did great. Though. Yeah, Robbie Keane did great. I saw Carlos him. Vela, still banging him in. Great picture. Honestly, shite. Um, well, there's explicit tag again if circle. Oh yeah, circle jerk, wasn't it? <laughs> Don't um, worry, it's always on. <laughs> Let's move on to, and I'm sorry, but the first ten of these are probably going to be a bit uh, wanky. Um, <laughs> I'll just go for it now. It's been a long week. Uh, Alan, high quality stuff. Match of the day, pundit extraordinaire, Alan Shearer. Wait, Jermaine Genus. Jermaine Genus is not in the top five hundred players <laughs> in history. But you said he's, also in the, he's, also, well. he's also in the not. He's, he's possibly the only pundit I'd like to listen to less than Robbie Savage. <laughs> yeah, of course it's Sharon. Yeah, if they ever, if they ever get, um, uh, do you know? What, all right, we're going to talk about Genius quickly. You know what really annoys me about? And we're off the rails. You know what really annoys me about Jermaine Genius? <laughs> long. You know what really annoys me about Jermaine Genius? He will commentate. He, first of all, he commentates from every Spurs game about six foot of the arse of Maurizio Pochettino, and then he goes and then he calls all the players by their first names. He goes, "Oh, Delhi, Delhi, what are you doing? Oh, Christian, what are you doing?" I'm like, Shut up, you wet blanket um, he kept calling Frank Lampard Frank last night like he, doesn't know, he probably buddies. does know Frank to be fair um, I called him oh god uh, Lamps what a man um, anyway uh, Alan Shearer uh, Dave you want to talk about record, Alan record scorer no debate five Blackburn to a title yeah uh, what was just an unbelievable season for them <laughs> yeah everyone seemed to have fired but also Newcastle <clears throat> still worshipped up there. Yeah. Scored an incredible amount of goals. Every season he played, every team he played for, even Southampton as well. Just natural goal scorer, which is why he's by far and away the top scorer with two hundred and sixty goals. Yeah, I can't see that ever being surpassed to be honest. Um unless they f- decide to expand the amount of teams in the league to EFL sort of yeah. um amounts. He's got 34 in the league in 94-95 and 31 in the two seasons around that, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. So that, that's almost 100 goals in three seasons. Um, 
three golden boots. He also got 64 assists, which wasn't really what he was in the team for, but no. still could make a few. He only somehow only won one player of the year. Yeah. Which is incredible when you think how many goals he scored. Shearer is, Shearer is the one player, if he hadn't won a Premier League title, I'd have made the exception for. Yeah. To put, to put him in my team. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Because I know I said winning is a massive... Um, winning is obviously to me possibly the most important thing as you will no doubt see when we come to who I've selected um, his goal scoring record is absolutely phenomenal I remember us all getting really excited because Harry Kane was banging them in and we thought Harry Kane might stand a chance at um, matching Shearer um, he doesn't he's not even a patch on what Shearer was the thing about Shearer is A he got injured and changed his game and he was still as effective um, he Played for heart rather than winning. He turned down Man United to go and get his beloved Newcastle. And they were really good Newcastle teams. Let's not make any mistakes and think about the dross that they've got now. Um, I think the biggest thing for Shearer, and it's kind of like the same with Henri and many of these other players. Consistent. Not just his consistency, because he was obviously uber consistent, but his um, cultural impact on on sport, particularly in the northeast of the Mm -hmm. country. He was just an unbelievable like ambassador for this, for the sport and I cult know, hero, if you like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many people went hit hit a hit a volume and went, Shira! Yeah, like, everyone's done that. It's almost like it's and the a celebration. Run off yeah, of the hand yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's like it's like in basketball when you go and take a fade. Well, when you're in your office, Kobe. You, yeah, you're in your office and you've got to just hit the paper. You screwed up paper into the bin. Kobe for the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same with Shira and his cultural impact. I think is probably outweighs everything else on this list yeah um, I think those two will be the first two in by yeah, the way I, they, mean, I, would imagine I think they should be the they've first got to be the first even two. when you hit a penalty hard without placing it it's like Shearer yeah true <laughs> yeah. I mean but that's you, you look at some of the best goals in Premier League history and Alan Shearer has scored countless some, numbers some bangers um, he's unbelievable I think him and Omri should be the first two inductees if it's players yes. if they're including the manager I think there's a certain manager who should go in over one of them yeah yeah Steve King. Is it Steve Bruce? <laughs> Steve King. Steve, Steve Bruce. King. Add him to the Tic Tac collection. Um, right, Bruce. next on the list of players that we've all got in is the ginger assassin. Steve Sidwell. Steve Sidwell for Reading. Um, no, oh. uh, Paul Scholes. Um, Mark, I think it's only fair that you talk about Paul Scholes. Who, oh. but I'll quickly interject before I let you go. I mean, he's the best thing about Paul Scholes, he gets better every year he's retired. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, Xavi and Iniesta said he was the best midfielder they'd ever played against. Did actually say that's close? I don't care if they said it or not. I'm I'm going to claim it. <laughs> like it, Mike. Okay. That's what everyone says they said. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going right, to yeah. roll with it. Um, the guy just could do things that other people couldn't yeah. do. It, his passing was obviously incredible. Um, 499 appearances in the Premier League. It's a bit of a shame he never got to 500. Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah, that would have been nice. Uh, 107 goals, 55 assists, 11 Premier League titles. 11, yeah. Yeah, which is... Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's... Uh, I think there's only one other player that can get, get close to that that we'll come to we'll shortly. We'll come to, yeah. Um, He's way better than him. Yes, I think Skulls is the better player out of the two of them. I don't think it's even a contest. Yeah. Four player of the months, obviously the whole whole career at United, incredible. Um, baller. Even when he came back, with pretty much he might have been on one leg, but uh, he could still run the midfield. Uh, we've never replaced him. He's irreplaceable. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you'll ever find 
a, such a small but talented centre midfielder yeah. like him again. <laughs> God, what a player he would have been if he could tackle. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame England played him out on the left, but I, I know we're talking Premier League now, but there you go. How, however, I've always thought with the skulls um, playing out on the left, although it's totally ridiculous, um, perhaps playing out on, perhaps being away from England improved him in the long term by keeping him fit and <clears throat> not on international duty when yeah that probably did help the longevity of his career I yeah. imagine um, maybe similar to what Vardy's trying to do right now not playing for England so he can prolong his club career maybe Skulls probably didn't want to but that is how it worked out because of Gerard and Lampard God he's criminal they picked him over Gerard. they picked Gerard over him um, do you want to talk about Paul Skulls briefly well when you think of complete centre mids just what a player I mean I don't think as Mike says with him being so small not really sure you'll ever see such a dominant midfielder um, won 11 titles always consistent just yeah just <laughs> yeah I think we said it all about skulls to be honest two things about Paul Skulls for me one he came out of retirement and changed the title race yeah which I think is the biggest compliment to you be able to come out thing and have such an impact on <laughs> yeah, a great um... team essentially <clears throat> and the second thing is he doesn't get enough credit um, for the re- absolute total reinvention of his game because um, for much of his early career he was more in the vein of like for example arriving into the box attacking midfield and score yeah. goals like Lampard and then he was almost late career. He was pinging the passes left, right, and centre, controlling the tempo of the game um, from midfield. And God, he was brilliant. At that. Yeah, he was. He was his passing he was, was he was equally as good as both. He has a phenomenal goal scoring record from his early years, and obviously that took a turn when he got a bit later on. Um, also, a quiet leader. Yeah, when I would you, say so. Yeah, I think. I think. I think. Skull's biggest compliment is how. The rest of the class of '92 yeah. hold him in such high regard, um, and just some of the stories they tell about him. Yeah. Um, particularly one where he hit someone in the park with a, a pass from like sixty yards. <laughs> just when when players of that quality are reminiscing about a player so much, it's when you know someone really was just special, to to say the least. Yeah, he was. Um, I think one of those players that I didn't really appreciate as a yeah, young kid agreed and I think as I grew up and I saw more and more of him the more and more I was thought oh my god I hate him because he's so good and I, I think Paul Scholes for me is the, th- is the third lock yeah 100% he's, um, he's got to be in there uh, <clears throat> I know there's players that per- I personally prefer have a great affinity too, but he's the third lock after Shearer and Omri for me. And I don't think we can sit here and... <laughs> it's a bit weird, actually, just being if, so effusive in our praise for these players because it's almost weird that they feel like they've gone. Um, anyway. It's a bit of a shame. Not th- many of these are going to still be playing, are they? No, a few no. of them. One, Couple one of them. Um, I think we should probably talk about his partner in crime, um, Ryan Giggs. Giggs, yeah. Uh, Giggs is an interesting one because Giggs is certainly a lock... For the Hall of Fame, but for me, it's a lot more on his longevity and how much yeah. he's won, as opposed to his quality compared to some of these players. I'm not denying he's a fabulous player, but I feel again what you say about not appreciating players. 
I don't think we were old enough to experience Giggs as him being an explosive winger no, because yeah, we grew up with him being an aging player. When you look back at videos of Skulls in the 90s, early 2000s, he was an explosive, pacey winger who tore defences apart. But obviously, the Skulls. games we were... Oh, I meant gigs. gigs. <laughs> obviously, I <made> gigs. <laughs> Sorry, that's how much Paul Skulls affects me. I just love yeah. him so much. Um, <laughs> but in terms of gigs, yeah, we I feel watched most of him as he was sort of dying out the twilight yeah the the best the best gig stat is he played 23 years in the premier league and he won 13 league titles that's Which he, means he won, he won more, more, than half <laughs> more than half of every which is mental that is crazy and how many of them were tacked on at the end when he wasn't really affecting the squad is a different matter but he still won it and yeah i feel unfair it feels unfair me and dave talking about round gigs when you're the man united fan you get to reminisce about him have some fun again Got some great memories watching Giggsy. Um, obviously, that iconic goal from Arsenal, I don't remember that at the time, but I've seen it countless times. Was that in the FA Cup? Yeah, that, I think yeah. it was in the FA Cup, but still, that's, yeah. the, that's the goal everyone knows. Yeah. Um, the big hairy chest. Exactly. Panny's <laughs> <laughs> regretted that ever since. But um, yeah, 632 appearances in the Prem, obviously, all of them for United, 407 wins. 109 goals, 162 assists, like you said, 23 Premier League Premier seasons, season. which is, that may never get beaten by I don't think, player. Uh, no, I don't think we'll see that again. You'll see that again. Um, unbelievable, he was pretty much, you knew who was going to be on the left side of United's team for, well, 20 years, basically two whole decades. Um, just a, Just solid, you knew what, it, you, knew what you were going to get from him. Good going forward, would eight work out, really hard. Eight out of ten, ten every, every week. week. Pretty much, yeah. That's manager's exa- dream. Yeah, that's exactly what you want yeah. as a manager. Um, amazingly, only won two Player of the Month awards in over twenty three seasons. Yeah, he did get a Player of the Year that he didn't deserve. Did he? We was it Sports Personality of the Year he got? Yeah, I think he might have won that. I don't. We didn't deserve that there. either. It was a Legacy <laughs> Award. It was one of them. Oh uh, yeah, classic. I as far I. I was I, doing some research. I don't think he won a. I'm, I'm get, probably getting confused with sports no, personality. Yeah, he might have won sports personality. Uh, and what was it? He scored in 22 of his 23 seasons, I think. Yeah, yeah, 22 out of 23 seasons he scored in. Yeah, that 23. Which is amazing. That's an unbelievable record. Unbelievable. And like, when you talk about consistency in a. As a pl- consistency, in a, there should be a picture of Ryan Giggs next to it in the dictionary. Yeah. Because he's just. Every week, you know what you're getting. Um, and I would just like to quickly, because I'm going to give out a separate award. I'm doing a separate Hall of Fame here on the side. It's called the uh, the Ryan Giggs Memorial Hall of Fame Award. Uh, it's for basically being a giant shit house. Um, Ryan Giggs is in it for uh, sleeping with his brother's wife. <laughs> yeah, look out because there'll be more awards later. But I just want to quickly point out that Ryan Giggs slept with his brother's wife, and we'll talk about John Terry later. I'm sure in this. Uh, but I'm giving out separate awards over. <laughs> Do you want to move on from Ryan Giggs? Because again, he's one of those that everything's been said already. And, yeah. yeah. And I think everyone knows he's in there. What a crime he decided to play for Wales. Wasn't he eligible for England? Was he? I think he was. That, um, that was a shame for him, yeah. He should have not done that. I think we'll stick with United. I want to talk about Wazza. 
Yeah. Oh. Because Wayne Rooney is one of those players I think is more appreciated by opposition fans than he is by Man United fans. Oh, maybe, because near the end I started to resent him a bit. Well, yeah. you, you guys will know this well. I, I, yeah. So maybe it's better you guys go ahead. Wayne Rooney doesn't get anywhere near enough credit, in my opinion. I don't think people will realise for probably still another 10 years just how good he was. United's record scorer... We could bring England into it, but it's moving away from the pram. Uh, he won five titles, five player of the month, the player of the season, 208 goals and 103 assists in 491 games. Uh, and Rooney, the last few seasons, had to drop back pretty much into midfield. But he was still incredibly influential in that Man United team. Rooney, people could argue he's a hothead, but for me, one of the last... I don't think there's anyone like him at the moment in the league that will just p- play for you with such passion. He just gave you absolutely everything every single week. Just, yeah, unbelievable player and scored some fantastic goals. Big game player for me. That's what I always appreciated about him. Um, there was a season where Mourinho came back and Moyes was in charge at United and really wanted to leave after Ooh. Ferguson had mismanaged him. <coughs> Ferguson mismanaged Rooney. Yeah, I'm um, going to uh, yeah, read yeah. the article. It's on The Athletic, so I'm uh, going to read it later. I, to be honest, there's two great knocks against Ferguson's legacy for me. Is always that he ran Rooney into the ground. Back. And no, the second one is that he probably wasn't as successful in Europe as he should have been. And they are they are nitpicking on an absolute nitpicky scale. You have to nitpick um, on Beckham well, surely. No, he didn't. You like have it. to. He didn't have enough pace. Um, <laughs> that, anyway, was his, that was his whole style, though. If you Yeah. If, if you Doesn't matter with the system, get him out. Ping a cross in like he could. Well, he didn't really affect him that much, did it? They won enough league titles. <laughs> um, but Rooney, uh, he going back, he was mismanaged and he was on his way out. And Chelsea were linked with him for a thirty million pound bid. And I was like, we buy, we get Rooney, we win the league. Doesn't matter what we have to pay for him, we should go and get him. He's a phenomenal player, and he could play centre forward. He could play. He could play in behind a striker. He could play a bit deeper. Um, his reinvention of his game from like a really explosive, out of control young lad into a much more refined, um, almost midfielder, as he got further and further into his career, it was really actually quite interesting to watch. He was um, people always gave him a lot of grief about his disciplinary record. I always like a player with a bit of fire. There's nothing worse than like an Alvaro Morata skulking around the pitch, no, not showing <clears throat> the passion. And I know it's the stereotypical English fan of passion. That's why Gary Cale's got so many appearances for Chelsea. That's why everyone loves Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Um, but Wayne Rooney, for me, was absolutely brilliant. And I yep. think, a mo- again, a model of consistency. And my only regret with Wayne Rooney is that we didn't see the player he could have been. Um, say, sitting there saying that as he's got 200-plus goals in the Premier League, to say he could have been even better is probably a, an unbelievable compliment for it. Um, but, again... I think it's very difficult looking outside and in. I love Wayne Rooney as an England supporter and as a fan of football. You have a different relationship to him because he is a, a troubled time at United for all his accolades. Yeah, I loved him obviously for a while and then that yeah, maybe it was around the time Fergie fell out with him, Moyes came in. Just never never seemed like the player that he was before. Did that first before season then. first season under Moyes though, he did carry the team. Yeah, it was a shocking team, that was. <laughs> the, it, Moyes was left with nothing. Um, but yeah, I've 
felt like yeah he was angling for a new contract or a move or yeah. whatever it was that he wanted um, I feel like his off the pitch problems yeah. had a huge impact playing yeah. with Nanny <coughs> on the pitch and off it <laughs> Oh my word! How long have you been sat there with that one? A good time? minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but obviously, absolutely loved him for years. I I will always have a special place for Wayne Rooney. But um, near the end, it was starting to get a bit sour. Yeah, his last two seasons at United, particularly aren't great. yeah, the last couple of years. Credit, but uh, I still love him now. Yeah, yeah still doing bits at Derby. To be honest, looking forward to the game yeah, tomorrow which is, night. So, uh, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, Wayne Rooney's one of my all-time favourite players who didn't play for mm-hmm. Chelsea again you're beginning to keep saying he's one of my all-time favourite players he's just he was so good um, what's your let's keep what's your favourite Rooney goal or moment does it have to be Premier League no I, I'll open this up you can tell me a different one I remember a ridiculous goal he scored for West Ham from against West Ham from pretty much the halfway line when he was getting hammered in the press. That it's that too easy to say the bicycle kick, so I'm not going to say it. No, I'm not going to say it either. The um, hat trick on his debut. Yeah, I was thinking that was that Champions also. League, but but I knew you'd say it, Mike. Yeah, so I that, didn't say it. that <laughs> that's the one for me. Totally bursting out at, at Old Trafford, Champions League night, hat trick on your debut. Thank you very much. Um, it for me. It's uh, I can't remember who it's either against. I, th- I want to say it's against Newcastle, where he's arguing with the ref and then he bangs one in from thirty yards on the volley. I think is it Everton or Newcastle? It's one of the it's two. Newcastle, I can't remember. I, I can see the goal, but I can't see the people. He's like also, he's giving the ref a bit of verbals. And there's a knockdown. Bang! One of my favourite Rooney goals is his first oh, goal back what, at Everton. That was at Old Trafford, right? That goal that you're talking so, about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was Newcastle. I remember yeah. that. What a goal that was. Yeah. Oh, my word. His first goal back at Everton, just because there's this incredible picture of him celebrating it, his first goal for Everton as a 16-year-old and him then. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, actually, one more one. Uh, his pass for Robin Van Persie. Yeah. Oh. Because what a goal that is. That goal is. doesn't happen without that pass. Yeah, what a goal that is. And to me, it was always the, it was always the pass that I was... The best bit because it's just a perfect example of two sides of Wayne Rooney, just a brutish strength and power, and also this unbelievable grace at times. Um, can't really talk highly enough about Rooney. I think we'll continue with the Man United theme before moving away for our other few locks. Is it um, Nicky Butt? It's Nicky Bus. Yes, it's Patrice down. Evra. Um, it's not Patrice Evra. It's Cristiano. Ronaldo, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo CR seven. Um. Interestingly enough, Cristiano Ronaldo's probably um the play, the player he's become the he's one of the most I to me Ronaldo isn't Ronaldo's not a better player than Messi. He's not more I don't enjoy watching him more than Messi on a football pitch. I've enjoyed watching the evolution of Cristiano Ronaldo yes. from young lad to lean wing machine to goal supremo and then now to a box literally a penalty box monster has been really interesting to watch and his development in the Premier League was one of the most interesting things to watch because I remember being there I remember being because we used to compete with United every year for the title I remember like we were like I remember checking Teletext two weeks in a row I mentioned for Teletext press Um, that's huge (laughs) bring it back uh, sing it back Um, I remember every week checking Teletext and Ronaldo had scored and thinking until this guy is out the league we're not going to be able to beat him. 
and like when he left the league, I was almost a bit like, yes, we got a chance now. And then you just sort of like, yeah, but now I don't get to watch him every week. He was an unbelievable talent, Mike. Yeah. Um, yeah, as I, as I was arguing earlier, he's the uh, the best player that's ever played in the Premier League. Not at the time he was in the Premier League, so just to clear that up. Yeah. However, he's still a lot for the Hall of Fame. Joint most player of the years well, with two, 196 appearances, 84 goals, 34 assists, three Prem titles. Uh, he also won the Golden Boot, one of those, the one season where he went off. <laughs> Yeah. Um, which pretty much that was the one that earned him the move yeah. uh, to Madrid when he first came he was pretty raw um, obviously there's a story about the United players when they played sporting in the Champions League coming in at half time or full time and telling Fergie that we have got to buy this kid Yeah. obviously went <clears throat> went out and got him um, and yeah he probably obviously watching him Rooney and Tevez in the same team was yeah that was a hell of a time to be a United fan, let me tell you. Rooney out wide, that's another thing. Sorry to bring it back to Wayne Rooney, but Wayne yeah. Rooney sacrificing the team. Yeah, yeah. Out wide, at that so point, yeah, he was out wide. Huge thing. He's, um, um, he had everything by the end. Absolutely pretty much everything. just as he was leaving the Prem, probably, that's when. Well, because he added that unbelievable ability to head the football. Yeah, he was a fantastic header of the ball. I know it's not a Premier League goal, but that one in the Champions League yeah. final, um, that was messy. That I'm thinking of. No, you're Oh, no, I am thinking of the right goal. It was against Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, that was a hell of a goal. We talk about the fact Mark Lessian playing at right back practically marked him today. <laughs> I mean, he's also the last player that won a Ballon d'Or whilst playing in the Premier League, and I think that says everything you need to know about Cristiano Ronaldo, even at his time in Man United. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, I think the thing is with Ronaldo, um, we didn't see the best of him in the Premier League. Um, we saw an unbelievable version, but I think when you do these things, it's very difficult to just say, oh, look, he's obviously now, we all think of him as a totally different player, but he was, I think, at his most exciting in the Premier League. He was correct. brilliant to watch, wasn't he? Absolutely fantastic to watch. Yeah. Partly because you never knew what he was going to do no. while he was in the Prem. He's called that goal against Portsmouth. One of the all-time great yeah. Premier League goals. I was there for a, a free kick similar to that when he scored against Bolton. Yeah. Which is a lesser-known one because the Bol- the Portsmouth one was the it's first the one. The way it moves. Unbelievable. David James just stood Doesn't there. Doesn't know like, where what he is. The heck was that? Um, I my, <clears throat> the thing I really like about Ronaldo, and I admit I didn't like him at the time in the Premier League Neither because really. he was he was he was at his most petulant. I think because he was still a young man. He was he died he did dive a lot. I think um, it was the rawest form of Cristiano yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, and it, you took the good with the bad. However, he, like Frank Lampard, and it's one of the reasons I like Frank Lampard, is they have an unbelievable drive for self-improvement. Ronaldo used to try and do step-overs with weights on his feet to improve his uh, lower body strength. I don't know enough about weights and stuff to tell you what he was doing, but Rio Ferdinand Torta tells numerous stories about how he used to find him, and he would be like practicing free kicks until all the hours afterwards um, an unbelievable talent but possibly the most driven player in the Premier League and I think I don't know about you Mike do you think he's Ferguson's greatest achievement oh god what? probably yeah I don't, I don't know, I don't know who in terms of, of, in terms of, of 92, in though. terms of coaching a player to an absolute turn, turn him from what he was to what yeah. he became yeah. I'd say probably yeah 
Because he, cause he became the second best in the world. Uh, and yeah, normally he would have been the best in the world had there not been Messi. Well, he coached Messi him about. to be arguably the second greatest player of all time. Yeah, and maybe even, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he certainly has a case. Yeah, and yeah, if, I mean, people have made legitimate cases that he's the best player of all time. Um, personally, I think we're all in agreement in the room with who is the best player of all time, but people have made the case, which is a great credit to both yeah. himself and Ferguson. I'm deliberately saving the one that we've got actually above in the list because then you're going to lose me for 30 minutes when we finally say his name. Um, so let's go for it. Let's stay no, in Manchester. Let's yeah. stay in Manchester first. Um, oddly enough, he's the only City player that we have as a lock, which is odd given their domination of the Premier League. Um, it's Sergio Aguero, the most consistent striker yeah. I feel I've ever seen. Um, interestingly enough about Aguero, we could have signed him, but we didn't think we, we were going to because he was too small. Yeah, what a gaff that is, eh? <laughs> wow. God, our scouting department really should be shot. We just let these people out of a go. Um, who wants to take Aguero? Dave? I mean, he's always... has. I mean, Aguero's consistent, scores a lot of goals every season, being absolutely instrumental in this Man City new era of them being a successful club rather than one that spends a lot of money on Alano uh, and Banjani. Um, Good player. Also, his winning goal against QPR, yeah. I'm sure, is one of those footballing moments that is just going to go down in history well, of football forever. On that just... Foot- just unbelievable. Um, On our first episode, we said it's the best Premier League moment of all time. Didn't yeah. It? Yeah, unfortunately, there's no argument with that. <laughs> um, I'll just read through his stats quickly. He's the top overseas goal scorer in Premier League history at the time of recording with 180 um, goals, in 260 appearances. He's also got 46 assists. He's got one golden blue boot. He's got four blutes, blutes. He's got four Premier League titles and he's got seven player of the months. He's never been in a PFA team of the year. It's amazing, isn't it? Which How is that happening? Yeah, that's criminal, really. Yeah, he's never been player of the year. Yeah, I was just yeah, yeah I was I'm just really, really sure those. how. Yeah, but I mean, it's one of those. He's one of those players that you go th- when you go through the players of the year. You you think to yourself, he was incredible that year, but was he better? Yeah, and his highs are unbelievably high. I mean, his five goals against Newcastle it was unbelievable. Um, he has. His best thing you can say again, and it's quite a running theme in this list. Um, his reinvention to Guardiola is quite interesting because when he first turned up, Guardiola didn't really fancy him. I felt um, he didn't. Aguero didn't run enough. He didn't press football enough. And now Aguero's sort of taken on, bought into probably a more slightly team ethic, and he's still banging the goals in for fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he, he's definitely a lot for me. Um, obviously, yeah, four Premier Leagues. Tons and tons of goals, and like you say, totally reinvented himself um, under Pep, who didn't really fancy him, gave Jesus a lot of game time early on, um, but now, uh, obviously, Pep uh, Aguero works a lot harder in the press, um, he's back, always the number one striker at City. Possibly the best finisher the league's ever seen. Potentially the best finisher the league's ever seen. 180 and 260 is a pretty outrageous record. Yeah. That is pretty ridiculous. He's scored... It feels like he's scored 20 goals pretty much every season he's been here. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, when you think Man City Premier League, do you think Sergio Aguero? It, well, it's, it's him. 
or David Silver. It's him, company, and David Silver, isn't it, really? Yeah, because um, I, I, I know there's quite yeah. a debate among City fans as to who their best player ever is, and it seems to be Silver or Aguero at the two they mention. Um, I think David Silver's a brilliant player, but for me, Sergio Aguero is criminally underrated yeah. while being rated as one of the best to ever do it, which is really difficult yeah. when you say underrated, but I think he probably doesn't get enough love. I think it's because he's been so consistent. What he does is just what people expect. Yeah, them. there's such high ex- expectations for him. You you know you're gonna get pretty much twenty goals. Yeah, every season. Out of him every season. I think he would have been on this list alone for um, uh, the QPR goal. Yeah. However, he's the second inductee into the shit house uh, Hall <laughs> of Fame for trying to end David Luiz's career by jumping into him on two separate occasions. Yes. So enjoy that, Sergio Aguero, you big daft bastard. <laughs> Um, coming up next, we're moving to London for the only other locks in the Premier League. We'll start with a goalkeeper, Petr Cech. Um, we've had a de- we had a debate amongst us um, about goalkeepers, and we felt we had to have Cech based on his sheer statistical excellence as much as everything else, because it, for us, it's him or Peter Schmeichel, really. Um, Peter Schmeichel, it was unbelievable, but Petr Cech has the longevity, consistency, and I know Mike's going to give you a lot more stats now, but I'm just going to quickly say that he helmed a Chelsea defence that conceded 15 goals in a league season. Yeah, that is unbelievable. Also, 202 clean, clean sheets, which is just outrageous. Yeah, not that, sure that anyone's is, going to beat that. That is the only most ever. Um, I have to concede I wasn't sure whether to put a goalie in. Um, but I think if you're going to... It's, yeah, it's between Schmeichel and Czech. Schmeichel could probably do things that other keepers can't. But Czech, obviously, 443 appearances, 202 clean sheets, like Dave was saying. One four Premier Leagues, four Golden Gloves. That 15 goals in a whole Premier League season is absolutely ridiculous. William Gallas was playing left-back. Well, yeah, imagine. <laughs> uh, and he managed to win a player of the month in goal, yeah. from in goal. Yeah. Um, two things about Petr Cech. Um, one, uh, he, if he takes another knee to the head, he could die. And he still plays. He still played week in, week out. And put everything on, on the line. Everything Every on the line. Every time. Um, Petr Cech... The second thing is that I'm harsh on keepers, always have been, because I've been blessed to watch Petr Cech in my lifetime. And I've been blessed to watch Chelsea journalists tweet out for years or say on the TV, how has he saved that? Because there were so many times that Petr Cech would make a save that he had no right to save. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking Hernandez FA Cup. Yeah. He is an unbelievable player. Big Pete. Talk about dressing room characters. The man knows eight languages so he could help all the people at Chelsea fit in. He's a talented drummer, believe it or not. Um, He was... People talk about Schmeichel's ability to make a save out of nothing, and he had that. Petr Cech's ability to make a save out of nothing is underrated because he's compared to possibly one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time. He is deserving of being in the every Premier League 15 players list for me. Um, simply because he's just the reason Chelsea was so successful for so long. While there might have been other players that personally for me were more important in winning league titles, there's no player more important to winning 
and I know it's not part of the Premier League for winning that Champions League than Petr Cech. In that Chelsea team as well, the the whole team was obviously really tight. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't that many shots, but when he was called upon, yeah, he was always pretty much always there. Which arguably, is the, as we always say, is the sign of a brilliant goalkeeper. Yeah. Arguably, it's more difficult when it's not more. Difficult, so they say that's but what they when you because you you've got to ha- you've got to have that unbelievable level of concentration to understand mm-hmm. that when I'm called upon, I need to do this. Um, he was unbelievable. I love him. Uh, I can't really talk higher than him. Uh, a, a man that I actually we'll move on to another one now. Um, we've all got him, and I think he's the only centre half we all have. Although I'm shocked by that. Um, it's John Terry. Uh, do I've ever told you guys I don't love John Terry? I don't think no. I don't think you've ever said that. I to don't me. love John Terry, uh, which is odd because John Terry. Is, that is odd. Yeah. <laughs> To me, he's not Chelsea's greatest ever player. I'll start with that. That's fine. I'm just surprised you still you don't love him. I can't love him. Um, and I'll tell you why I can't love John Terry. Uh, I, I've never got over... Not the... the first, first, there's two blots on John Terry's uh, career, and it's not him as a footballer. It's Wayne Bridge. <laughs> it's the Wayne Bridge thing where he slept with an ex-teammate's ex-girlfriend, which is an extramarital affair, but was not as bad as Wayne Bridge blew it up to be personally in my opinion and secondly the race abuse thing yes um, he was found guilty by the FA but not in a court of law I don't personally know how to feel about that but I always got the sense that I just didn't like John Terry um, and I can't I never I do I never embraced him in the same way I embraced the other Chelsea players for those reasons however I say that to say I am in no doubt in my head that John Terry is the greatest Premier League centre half of all time of all time. And I know people will argue that any day of the week. People will tell me he's too slow. Uh, I just want to reel off the only stats, two stats I know about John Terry, and I'm sure you've got others, Mike. Uh, he's captained... He's How does the stat go? He's like the big... Most titles as captain. Most titles as captain. Which is five. Um, the second, five Premier Leagues, which is amazing. Second one is 2014-15, which is an underrated Chelsea title where they led from uh, the moment they kicked... Basically, they won their first game and then led the for the entire season. Um, John Terry played every minute of that campaign. He was thirty-five, something like that, which is an unbelievable achievement at that age and that level of consistency. He's uh, the, at least that wasn't the one where they subbed him um, oh. in the first half of that. <laughs> I'm still fuming about that. That's another reason I don't like John that was Terry. Shocking, John man. Terry has got the biggest ego of any Chelsea player. Out. And actually, to say I don't like John Terry is not wrong. I just don't love him. I do like him, and I do obviously am hugely appreciative for what he did as a football club. Um, and I think when I talk about this, his ability to be in the right place at the right time to block a goal, a goal line shot is unbelievable. Um, but before I keep gushing about him, I think probably one of you two probably ought to give a more balanced well, take on him. John Terry, I don't really want to touch on what he did off the field because, frankly, there's no excuse for for either, especially the race. The race that was on the field. Well, yeah, but it was. Yeah, I know, but it was something that you know, the whole trial and everything was off the field, wasn't it? Um, I mean, there's always that thing with John Terry, which people say captain, leader, legend, and I don't know if you can really say that about any other centre back that's played in the Premier League. I think. The thing is, for me, with John Terry again, I'm going back again, I think there's a case to be made that he's the best captain in the Premier League his, in Premier League history. Strange way of saying Mark Noble, am I? 
I think there's a case to be made for it. I mean, there's a case for someone else. Kino. Who yeah. I'm sure, and still someone else who I'm sure Michael will bring up later. If he hasn't thought about it already. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd hope he <laughs> has. Who is it? We'll just say his name. It's Vidic, surely. Oh, Vidic yeah. is not. Vidic isn't a better captain than John Terry. I'm not saying better, he's just but not. he's a good captain. John Terry, um, the best thing about him is... I think a Terry or Keane, I think. His, his leadership, I think Roy Keane's the only one, his leadership is almost his best attribute. And it's sort of underrated. It's no coincidence that Chelsea dressing room fell apart under Conte after he left. No coincidence. Um... An unbelievable how, many, how many more locks have we got left? We've not uh, even got onto the debate yet. We've got one. We've got one, one, which we'll just leave to Will, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, do I get five minutes? Yeah, you go ahead. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, give, you, I'll give you two minutes. I'll put my feet up. Crack right. on. Okay. Did we, we mentioned this last week, didn't we? That Lampard's my favourite player of all time. Probably, but if not, okay. there so it the is. Very, the very last one is Frank Lampard. And um, I'm going to get up the stats for Frank Lampard. Because Frank Lampard qualifies on every realm. Longevity, stats, talents, and everything. Uh, Frank Lampard, here's your stats. 609 appearances. Holds some stupid record for like most games in a row, which I couldn't find. Um, but I, I remember final score talking about it. Jason Mohammed, what a guy. Um, scored 177 goals from midfield. That's more than Henri, by the way. Yeah. That's two more than Henri. He's also got 102 assists. He, him and Drogba have the best partnership, I think, in Premier League history. He's got one player of the year. He's got three Premier League titles. Three Premier League titles. <laughs> I was wondering when someone was going to win three. He's got four player of the months. Um, he played for West Ham. We don't hold that against him. And he played for Chelsea. Um, and Man City, well. When he, and Man City, that's, that's a very true, good point. Do you know some, how did I miss that? I, I try and blot it out. Um, Frank Lampard has... Frank Lampard was consistent he never missed a game he gave you 10 plus goals in every season he's the best scoring midfielder in the Premier League certainly yes. has a case for Agreed. all time ever um, was an unbelievably brilliant passer of the football mm-hmm. and people used to compare him to Gerrard and say Gerrard was the better passer and I thought that was I feel... that was not true I feel it may have been a Champions League game, but there's also always one thing. I think I was nine or ten. Lampard got an assist in the Champions League way, just to this outrageous outside of the foot pass. No, it's against Man City. It's against Man City. Against Man City. I just always remember it, and I think that's when it clicked to me. Wow. Took what a player. The best penalty taker, possibly in Premier League history, if you want to get really down to nitty gritty. He was an underrated tackler. He was brilliant, and. It is a crime that he gets compared to Gerard and that they get compared to Skulls because they're three totally different players. And the fact that you can't talk about the brilliance of one without the, without other. the others is silly. And to me, Frank, to me, the argument for the argument for Frank Lampard against Gerard has always been that people say Gerard played in a bad team and was the best player. Frank Lampard played in the team of world class players and was the best player every year, yeah. almost every year, right up until he left the club. Um, almost won a blonde or at the club second he drove he drove Chelsea on there's countless games where he dragged them through he is for me the best you've been listening to me in the early pods now yeah, yeah I have for me, a lot for me he's the <laughs> it's just Frank Lampard gets me unbelievably emotional he's um the best player Chelsea have ever had the best player Chelsea ever will have 
and um, hopefully he'll be the best manager Chelsea's ever had. Um, I'm sure that the city won't be. <laughs> um, I'm sure the two of you are probably have. Well, I mean, I think you've said everything to say, but Lampard, just an unbelievable midfielder. I can't really remember him ever not being great, to be honest. Just always consistent. Gave you everything you wanted from a midfielder doing what he does. Um, he scored goals, assists, and again, one of those players that always played with his heart, yeah. which is just... Leader. Yeah. He had a 27-goal season from midfield. That's incredible. That was all comments, but it was unbelievable. Right, let's get on to the nitty-gritty of this yeah, debate right. for the final five. Oh, God. No more, no more listening to us agree. Can we just talk about Lampard for a bit longer? No. No. Okay. Unless it's senior. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... That's How do terrible. you want to do this? Do you want, do you want to tell me the five players that you've got, Dave? Okay, there's one that I know that you will have well, and I'm amazed that he might not be in Mike's here, which is Ashley Cole. Yeah, I've got Ashley Cole. Unbelievable fullback. Should we? Should we do the? Let's read the tale of the tape for Ashley Cole. Um, I haven't got it on there. Yeah, he won't have, have that. I'll do it off the top of my head. Played like thousand games. Um, I can get it for you. Give it just. I think Ashley Cole won. And it was part of the Invincibles. Was part of an unbelievably good Chelsea team. Was possibly the best left back of his generation. That's definitely a um, case. Maybe the best left back ever. Criminally, again, underrated almost as a player. Not well liked. He's in the shit house Hall of Fame uh, for shooting Network his Prince kid with a BB gun, which is my favourite. That's my favourite thing. Um, it's a bit mental. He only won one prem of Chelsea, really. Yeah. Yeah. Did win two of Arsenal as well, though. Yeah, I think the difficulty we're talking about... Ashley Cole won Premier Leagues. Um, he won possibly the the best Premier League, which is the Invincible He one. also made four Team of the Years. Four Team of the Years. He, I, I'm more, The case for Ashley Cole is there to be seen. Why don't you have him? Is it a case of other players being above him, Brez, or is it a case of you just... I, I think he was a brilliant player and at the time was the best left-back in the world. Uh I just think there's five better players than him. Okay. In, in my view, there's there's better players that we haven't got to yet. Yeah. That I, should be in ahead of him. But in, he's in, in my view. But he's in yours. Yeah. And he's in my fifteen. He's in your fifteen. He's absolutely. Which in means my he's 15. in the in and around pod fifteen. Okay. I, but I, think, just, I think that's a shame. But okay. I mean, well, don't put him in yet because there could be a lot of players that we have too. No, but it's just interestingly enough, we'll put him there for now. Okay. So he's in there. I also can bank on one that me and Mike have that you won't. Yeah. Win, which is Rio Ferdinand. I've got Rio Ferdinand. Or do you not? Oh no, I haven't got Ferdinand what? either. Mike. <laughs> Come um, on, you are you a United? Make the case for Rio, Dave. <laughs> well, just unbelievable centre back. Again, thinking longevity in terms of players that were around for a long time. Um, I mean, yes, he obviously had that whole scandal with drugs, whatever. Uh, but he was very good at Leeds. Oh, I didn't think about that. Good at West Ham. Um, but also unbelievable at Man United. Won six Prams. Uh, he made six Team of the Years. One Player of the Month. 
which, funny enough, I believe, was that? Yeah, it was actually at Leeds he got a player of the month. But, great, great player. Um, unbelievable centre-back. I'd say could maybe compare him to Terry, but that's not what we're here to do. <laughs> I think I think John Terry and Rio Fernand was an unbelievable uh, partnership for England because Rio Fernand um, was an unbelievable passer of the football. Everyone used to say he could play midfield. Read the game brilliantly. I'd forgotten about the drugs thing. I'm over an hour in now about whether or not it's him. I mean, he's got a lot of stuff off the field. Yeah. Okay, well, no, it's not that. The drugs thing affects on the field. Like, um, Let's debate then because I can be swung either way on this one. Vidic or Ferdinand, one of them should be in. Yeah, I'm also one of them should really be really tearing my hair out <clears throat> about this argument. And it's just who do you think who's got the longevity, who's got the talent, who I mean, who is the better player ultimately? It's so hard because they're different players and they complemented each other so perfectly. They do, but only one of them can be in. It's um, also I preferred Vidic personally. However, if you want to talk longevity, if you take it, then it's probably Rio. It. All of it, though. It's also hard to. Well, I, if you want, if you take into account all of it, uh, my view was that Vidic got in ahead of Rio, so that's where I stood on it. Why? Um, I, I just, I personally preferred the way he defended, um, but that alone obviously isn't enough. I'm just trying to. Find There's one thing I won two Player of the Years. That's a big. That's a from centre half. That's a big thing. in the league. Which is the joint most ever, I think, with Ronaldo and someone, one of the other guys that I can't remember, maybe Henri. It's Henri, yeah. I think it is Henri, which he won from centre back. So that's voted for by the players, isn't it? Which means they yeah, thought yeah. he was the hardest to play against. So I'll, I can't really argue with that. There is one thing that I looked at that really swayed it towards Ferdinand. Vidic actually only had three seasons where he got above 30 league games or even made 30 league games. He had a season where he was injured and he played six. First season, he only played 11 because he struggled to break into the team. Uh, Whereas Rio Ferdinand was pretty much, for his entire Man United career, one of the first names on the team sheet. And he was also fantastic at Leeds and, and broke through at West Ham. I think it's... Easy to look at Vidic because we only saw him in the Prem in his prime. We saw Ferdinand as a, a bursting young player, a player with a bit of an ego at Leeds, it's fair to say. Man United, where he started off fantastically, then had controversy, but still came back and really matured into a, an unbelievable centre-back, which there's no saying Vidic helped him do. Um, but I think, for me, looking at the, the whole picture, Ferdinand makes it for me over... Vidic, just in terms of what he won, uh, but also how consistent he was for the amount of time. Given how close they are, I think you've got to take into account how many games they played. Um, the drugs things are, I know it's like, he'd be yeah, he did miss a lot of time for that. Uh, Shall we vote then? I'm <clears throat> I guess it's on you because I've got Vidic and Dave's got um, Rio. I, I think based on the fact that Rio. They're pretty similar talent-wise for me, and they're pretty similar performance-wise. Um, only I'm just thinking about Rio at QPR and I'm getting the shakes. Uh, yeah, I didn't, didn't <laughs> mention that well because that um, wasn't that was more Anton than Rio, I think that season. I think I'm sorry, Mark, to do this to you, but I think I'm going to. I, I think we're Rio. making a huge mistake putting these two in anyway. To be honest, what but, Rio and and Ashley Cole, Ashley. yeah. 
I mean, this is just. It's just more the fact that we've both both me and no, Dave that's fine. I, I know that's what but we're doing no, now. what I'm I saying is no. Well, I am with Mike here. There's going to be more than five players that two of us have. I'm sure. Okay, well then I've let's got, write. Well, I'm so convinced we'll write I've them got down. five better players so than these two. This is what. We're, so basically, players that we have two, we'll add them to yeah, the yeah, list, yeah, yeah. and then we'll debate from however many there are. Final five. That's fine. Dave, next. Um, I think I'm going to be the only player to argue this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not putting myself in here, listeners. Don't worry, that would be an absolute. David Harris, Thursday night football. Um, Outson. Um, I'm going to be the only person to argue for this player, and it's Andy Cole. Andy Cole won five Premier Leagues, third all-time scorer. Proved himself not only at Man United, where he was having to play next to Solskjaer. He was having to compete with Solskjaer, Sheringham, and York, and he was still one of the first players on the team sheet. Which shows how good he was. Also, he did very well at uh, Fulham, Newcastle. Did well at Man City. And even had a good season at Fulham uh, near the end of his career. I just can't look past him for making the top 15. If I'm totally honest. he I think he had a season for Newcastle <laughs> where he scored 34 goals. Let me check. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, um, check him. Why don't you have him, Mike? I just think, again, there's better players. His stats, to be fair, are pretty incredible. 414 appearances in the Prem with 187 goals, including the Golden Boot and the five Prem League titles that Dave was talking about. It's hard to argue with those stats, but I still... Do you know why I... I, I there's still people that we haven't mentioned that I think just... Do you want to know why I haven't got him? Go on. Because I forgot about him. And I'm not, I mean this. I, I looked up the Premier League goal scorers for doing this. I saw Andy Cole, and I went, "God, he's got a lot of goals." Then I turned off the tab, went to write something down, and forgot about him. He's like, he's got the stats, he's got the winning, but like we said with Shearer, there's another part of this which is cultural impact, and when you think and memories and people who've defined the Premier League, and Andy Cole just isn't that. People don't talk about Andy Cole like that. When you and like Mike says, I think personally there are other players that when I when I think when I think people think of the Premier League, they spring to mind before Andy Cole. And this may be a bit of a generation thing, but and I, it might be unfair on Andy Cole because he was a heck of a player. He, as well. He's obviously a brilliant player, but he's not. The fact that the fact that both me and Mike were like Andy Cole, brilliant player, but let's move on, says a lot. I think. Yeah, I I don't think. Personally, I wouldn't have him, but that doesn't mean that other people no. can't have him. No, and again, we're nitpicking with the absolute finest players. Well, Dave? that's that's what we're here to I do. I mean, so that, that's I've never thought I'd be saying Rio and Ashley Cole should be think, in that list, yeah. but I've, here I am. I think the only reason that Andy Cole's overlooked is because of the team that he was in uh, in Man United in that team. Just because, as I was saying, he had to compete with Sheringham, York, and Solskjaer, who were three very good strikers in their own right. I don't agree. And, and Cantona. I, and I'll, t- I'll tell you why I don't agree. Oh! Yeah, we have Cantona's the yeah. luck. He's one that we haven't mentioned. I, I'm like, I, what? Oh, no, no, we, no that's, my, that's my bad. I forgot I to write that. I don't have Cantona. How oh, you don't have Cantona? Okay, I we'll don't get, have All right, all right. This, we'll move on. Okay, so we'll that's we'll why, I have, that's yeah. why they're oh, not he's in. He, he's, we'll, we'll get back to him. We'll get back to him. Because we've got to back to your... He's in. This is what I've been saying, because I've been waiting for Cantona. And we also have... Yeah... Burkamp is someone that I have. Is another one. He's not in mine. He should be. Um, 
Anyway, let's get back to Andy Cole. But you said he's over. He's un- overlooked because he played for United. That, when you play for United, no, everyone knows saying, your name. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm, I could go and stuff of Andy Cole because there was a lot of controversy with him and Sheringham not getting on. Dwight York coming to move away, and I a, feel that that shadows his time at United. But being a being a bad teammate plays into how kind of a player you were. We've just praised John Terry for being a good teammate, other than the Wayne Bridge incident. No, I mean, it's again, it's just one of those players that I think when you look at his legacy, maybe you could argue off the pitch he didn't have much of one, but on the pitch, one outstanding striker. Yeah, but we're talking about the best of the best. No, I, I know I'm not bringing you around to the argument, but he's in my 15. Okay, but he's but not, not in the, the he's crucially, he's not, not in the other round 15. Have you got any more? Yeah, I do. Okay, this is one that I'm I'm not sure. I put him down, and the more we've spoken, I'm I'm really not sure. But I have got Gary Neville in here. No. Uh, just because he was, he did. I'm, was I'm not taking Ashley Cole, so I'm, I'm not taking Gary. No one Neville. ever grows up wanting to be a Gary Neville. <laughs> Seven I mean, out of ten every week, but never better. He won. How many titles? He won a lot eight, of things. Eight titles, and he's a cracking pundit. Yeah, he also pundit, he also made PFA Prem. Team of the Year five times. He made Team of the Century for PFA players. Because he played a position where we didn't have any good right backs. I don't know. I. He's. I. You see, with me, I was trying to get an eleven and then other players. No. So. The problem is in the Premier League history. There's been. We've had. More, oh yeah, of we've course. Had more better attackers better midfielders because that's what everyone looks at. I've totally ignored the fact that Me, I'm going to put a team out and I want the best players. I'm positionless team that I can get. Um, have you got any more? Or do you want? Can, uh, uh, Mike, do you want to take over and tell us? I'm, I'm good to go if you like. I mean, I have one, but Mike's okay, going to bring you. Them okay, let's. Should we just before we do any of that, let's talk Cantona quickly. Mike, talk Cantona. Oh, well, that guy is just a. I mean, only 156 appearances. And I can make an exception for this guy because... It's the only reason he didn't make mine. He is absolutely one of the best players the Premier League's ever seen. But the, he pretty much carried United to some Premier League titles. He won for only one player of the month somehow. 70 goals, 56 assists in 156 games. The guy was incredible. Anyone who... Back Don't, to the fan. I loved it. Yeah, well, that that was pretty. Oh no, I'm bizarre I'm not. As well. Do not worry. I'm not saying he wasn't a good player. The only reason you you wouldn't have him is because he only played 156 games. But the guy was an absolute. Did incredible. interestingly get most assists for two seasons. He's in. He's in for me. Define. He's in, uh, the reason he's in for me. Brilliant player. Defined a generation. Yeah, and again, absolutely. 100. It was the cultural impact. He changed Manchester United Football Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally different. He, club who are the that. most successful club in Premier League history? He has okay, to be. He's okay. just automatic. Let's lock. lock him in. Get rid of Andy Cole. Let's lock it. Andy, Co- Andy Cole was he, not going. Well, not what I'm saying is, I'm removing him from my 15, and we're locking in Cantona. Right, in. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. High next. five, so we convinced him. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, Michael. Next, please. Yeah, my next one is Dennis Burkamp. Okay, I'm willing to be wrong about Dennis Burkamp. I, I think pretty similar things about Burkamp that I do about Cantona. He, I mean that the, some of the goals that he scored, the Newcastle turn, the what? Newcastle turn, I think is the best goal in the Premier League ever. Just for a little side note, um, 
That guy is absolutely incredible. Oh, it's Maynard Figueroa versus Holman. Uh, unbel- it's not Maynard Figueroa. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable first touch. He could pick a pass. He could pretty much do anything a midfielder. He was in the Invincibles team. Also interesting, one incredible. player of the year. Yep, yeah, one player uh, of the year. He also got four player of the months. He was 16. PFA team of the year. One goal of the season so twice. Really? Oh, got oh. most assists in 99 as well. Uh, won three titles. I can't endorse a list that this guy What's, is not on. What are, what are his stats in terms of longevity? 315 appearances. He played at Arsenal for over a decade. 87 goals, 94 assists. The guy's got to be in there. Sorry. The complete number 10, if you will. If oh. Put it this way. If Rivaldo had played in... Rivaldo had played in the Premier League. You put him in your team, and Burkamp was the best number ten in the Premier League in his generation. I would argue. Have because, you understood that? Because, no, shut up. We'll, we'll, let, we'll look past it. <laughs> not, not really. If, but, like, if Rivaldo was in the Premier League, yeah, because he would you'd up, play Cancer. Oh, all I want to say is he's, he's in. He's in. Burkamp okay. has to I'm go in. The only reason people look past him is because of players like Thierry Henry and that's, the team he played around. Uh, the reason. I don't. I but think even that's then, irrelevant. when you look at that team, everyone goes Henry Burkamp. No one goes I Lauren, Colo Torre, and Vieira. I had really. Burkamp. I had Burkamp, and I had. Steven Gerrard at 16 because I couldn't decide which and then I couldn't decide which one of them should whether or not they should be in because I personally the reason why I had like I had players like Ashley Cole in was I thought he's the best left back ever and defined a left side for many great teams for a very long time that's why I had him in Ber- I, th- I think Burkamp Burkamp I'm not bothered about getting in, I think. Oh, come on. No, 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 I'm saying I'm not fighting it. He can, he can oh, be in. Oh, thank God. Yeah. He can be in, I mean. He's 100% is in the best 15 players in the Premier League. A thousand percent. Mm. Okay. That's, that's my view. You can tweet me on Twitter if you disagree, but... Okay. He's at 12. We're at 12 locks now. Yeah. them two in. Nice. I'm glad those two are in. Um, next one, Roy Keane. Well, actually, we're going to have two on similar lines, so we can kind of build the case for both of them here. Uh, Keen the and Vieira. Yeah, I had Vieira. So, they kind of have Keane. similar cases. Roy Keane, 366 appearances. The goals and assists are kind of irrelevant, but 39 goals, 33 assists, seven Premier Leagues uh, across his career at Forest and then Man U. Just... Um, I guess kind of similar to what we said about Terry as a captain, absolutely phenomenal leader, drove the team forward, made everyone better, wouldn't settle for anything less than the best. I I personally think he should be in, but maybe that's a biased United fan talking. I can't see my list, so I can't remember why I didn't have Roy Keane in. Um, I think um, I went for skulls over Roy Keane, I think that's my only reason. I, I I personally think there should be space for them both. Um, but, um, that's why our 15s were different, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. I had Vieira. And it yeah, was a, I've, got, it, I've got Vieira in mind as well, though. It was straight up Roy Keane versus Vieira. And I think the problem with that was I was guilty of buying into the... Rivalry, rivalry. they had. Um, Just for balance, Vieira's stats, because I want him in as well. 307 appearances, 31 goals, 34 assists, one player of the year and three Premier yeah. League titles. 
Um, he's got an invincible captain of the invincibles. Two excellent captains. Two fantastic Nara. captains. Yeah. We've mentioned John Terry being a captain, a fantastic captain. These two were. These were the two at the time. Two at the time yeah. and great rivals as well. Um, yeah. Keane has the edge longevity wise. I would say Vieira has the edge talent wise. In my mind. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I like them both. So I guess it's up to you guys what you want to do with that. Um, Have you got either of them? I had them both on the edge, neither in my team. Okay, in that case... God, I'm amazed neither of them made it. Uh, in that case, Mike, um, me and you made the case for Vieira, because I had Vieira. Yeah, that's fine. And you I'll, know... I'll take that. Vieira is incredible. I've just mentally knocked one off mine, so I'll give you Keno as well. Thank you very much. I've knocked for, for I've knocked Rogba off mine. Thank God, well... I was waiting for you to make the case. Well, no, I'm, I'm still going to make the case. He's very close. I'm still going to make the he's case. He's on my list of 24. Yeah, he's on my list, but he's not on my 15. I'm still going to make the case for him because I think... But the problem is the more I do this, the more I think to myself... I'm going to still make a case for somebody else that we haven't brought up yet, which I'm surprised about. On you go, mate. Go on then, say... Okay, Vincent Company. No. When you talk about influential captains... <sighs> Man City. Although, as we've been talking, I've been getting less on board with the idea. No, no, no. He is, he is Again, in my 24. He's in my list. He didn't make my 15. Oh, why are we debating him then? Because you can make a case for him to go into the 15. No, no, right. We're, we're talking about the last position yeah. now, aren't we? We're talking, about, we're talking about debating for the last three slots. We, you're making okay. the case for those last three. I'm quickly going to go on Vincent Company. Vincent Company was a brilliant player and then wasn't. And was in that and stayed in that team for a very long time because he was good in the dressing room. He lost the yard of pace, started making rash tackles. He was constantly injured. He's not anywhere near the best fifteen players of the Premier League history. Not anywhere near. He's not top twenty five for me, at all. There's can't. I mean, it, to talk about Vincent Company before David Silva's madness. Absolutely madness. Not saying before David Silva. Uh, he was uh, also on my list. I well. can't. I can't. I can't sit here and much in the same way you can't sit here and say that Eric Cantona's not in there. I can't sit here and let you put Vincent Company in, even a, the subs bench. He, <laughs> I, 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 Vincent Company was bad for a while. He was a f- fantastic captain, fantastic footballer, fantastic human. I love Vincent Company as a pundit as well. He was there was we just because he put a banger in against okay. Leicester, we forget how poor he was for a while. Okay, well, who are you putting forward for this final slot, then? I, I've got a few that I can throw in. Well, the you go, like. because I've my 15 are up there. So I've got <clears throat> left to go. I've got Fabregas. Yeah, I thought about it. I had him 20, early 20s. Yeah, well, or late 20s, I can't remember. Uh, Gareth Barry, just because of the amount of games I he played. Like, yeah. But, but Again, as we've thought gone about through... It. I don't really we want can't him really to be put in, there. in there. No. He will uh, get in, though. Yeah. All these players are getting in eventually. You yeah. would think so, wouldn't yeah. you? Uh, Matt Letizia, yeah. which is a, a bit of an under-the-radar did, one. Didn't win. But, but yeah, he won't be in Wills because he didn't win anything. Well, uh, Matt Letizia, brilliant player, but the fact that <clears> he, he has flaws to his game, didn't win the Premier League. This just We're talking about the cream of the crop for me. That's yeah, why. Drogba's here. Oh, um, and then I've also got I'm, Zola. I can't believe no one said Michael Owen yet. Won a Ballon d'Or at Liverpool, did win titles. Was a other until he got injured. Was maybe the one of the best strikers in the world. Left um, in his prime for Madrid. Yeah, but he's. How many seasons did he play? He played one season at Real Madrid. No, how many seasons did he play in the league? 
And how many seasons did he play badly in the league? That's a yeah, because, but because Michael Owen was not good for United and was not good for Stoke. So he made three hundred twenty-six appearances in the Prem with one hundred and fifty goals. That's a very good record. That's actually better than I expected it was going to be. Yeah, at Liverpool, he hit 18, 18, 11, 16, 19, 19, 16. And even at Newcastle, when he first signed, scored 7 and 11. Then he got injured. And then in his one, his two full seasons, scored 11, then 8, and very poor Newcastle team. Um, and then, obviously, at Man United, he was just... You know, a player to come off the bench, but no. I, again, I'm not not in my fifth fifteen, but an honourable mention. I, I you see, I would, if you're talking strikers, who you I would put in over him uh, for certain, Andy Cole. Oh, and Gerard's the other one Drogba. that I've uh, forgotten. Yeah, of course I, we've. I think Gerard we should, I haven't mentioned yet that I think I think should probably he would make my fifteen. I think he'd be the fifteenth man. You'd have him over Ashley Cole and Rio. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Gerard. Oh, I was a defender. I'd st- still think I'd have him. Yeah. Ashley Cole was Ashley Cole and Rio were two of the best. In Ashley Cole's case, they were the best player in their position. Yeah, Ashley Cole was. I in... said it at the time. I've said it on this yeah. podcast before. Yeah, but Gerard wasn't. There's th- looking at this list. There's two players on there better than Gerard who played at the same time as him in the same position. I don't think, in terms of talent wise, he should make it, and he didn't win. Yeah. Crucially, Steven Gerrard's best two chances of winning the Premier League. One was where him and Torres were the best two players, and the second was when he was carried by Luis Suarez. Yeah, Suarez was unbelievable. Okay. I, to, to me, he was. He was a brilliant I just wanted to player. make sure that we. Uh, yeah, no, we appreciate how he, good he actually was. He deserves talking about, and I talk about Gerrard far too dismissively because of the rivalry. However, I just think when you're talking the the best player, Steven Gerrard isn't. Eddie, I don't think he's near Lampard. He's, he's not had the career Lampard's goals have had. And I don't think he had as much talent. I think he where he gains real thing is his tenacity and his absolute will to win, I think is the most impressive thing about Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, maybe that's what I like so much. However, <laughs> I didn't think in his late ge- late career he was particularly good. When he played that deep role for uh, Liverpool... He didn't nearly win a take them to a title in one of his last seasons. Let's no, he didn't. But this is the misconception. He didn't. Suarez, Suarez and Sturridge fired to them that title. Gerard played deep in midfield and was arguably responsible for them, partly responsible for them having a terrible defence. He couldn't, he couldn't tackle. He did no mobility. He was. I've got a striker to honourably mention. Let's let's stay on Gerard because for now, because people are gonna, he's gonna be the one where people go, why haven't you got him? Yeah, in? that's gonna be the. I he's, think that'll yeah. be the one. So, just to give you some stats to back up why I think he should be 15th man. 541 appearances, 120 goals, 92 assists, six player in the months. Obviously, the whole career was at Liverpool. Um, drove that midfield on for a number of years. I know he didn't win anything and he came close and maybe that's a bit of a... Do you have a player of the year? No, he didn't. <clears throat> So that's that's not helpful either to my case. Um, I was I am a big fan of him, but mate, yeah, he's right on the edge for me. Anyway, I've said it already. He was sixteen for me. He well, he was one of the cluster at sixteen. He's, yeah, he's probably somewhere in fifteen, sixteen territory for me as well. 
So if you if you can put a good case forward, for not winning. Else, but this fifteenth man is where I'm really struggling now. Not winning's a massive thing for me. When when you're separating players who were best in their positions and they won the league titles, to players who weren't best in their positions, didn't win Player of the Years and weren't didn't win a Premier League is a massive thing. Okay, so let's narrow this down then. Okay, so the so because we've got, currently got sixteen names, so, so the, either have, we add someone and take off a couple, or we take off one. Have you got, got anyone? You think I have a, a, a glaring miss. I wouldn't say glaring miss. I'm so glad you didn't mention Anelka just then. Nah, he, he no. I was gonna say in terms of strikers, was it actually Anelka? Yeah, no, no, no. The player I'm making a mention. Well, that's for, who the picture was of. Yeah, I was having a look because I was thinking he had some good seasons, but he wasn't as good as I thought. Uh, Sol Campbell, as much as everyone hates Sol him. Sol Campbell over Tony Adams, if you're making a case for an Arsenal defender. I mean, Invincibles. Um, the, to be honest, there was actually an Arsenal defender on my list that we still haven't spoken about, and that's Martin Keown. Won three Premier Leagues. Not better than these other 15 players. Mm. I yeah. mean, he did. So for the, a, I'm happy with this list. Okay. I just want to get rid of one of Cole so, or Rio, and I don't know who to get so rid of. So the choices, but the choices are Cole, Rio, Vieira, Keane. I am not okay with us not having Vieira or Cole. I can't knock off Ashley Cole or Patrick Vieira. I can't. <clears throat> Dave, thoughts? Where do we go now? And we can. We're pretty much there. I, I think. I you... I know who I'd get rid of. I'd, 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 it's killing me because I think he's brilliant and we argued for him earlier I think Rio Ferdinand I think, has to go off the left I think Rio Ferdinand goes because of what Keane did but for me I can't look past Ashley I, I, can't, I can't believe we haven't got Ashley Cole on there because he was part of the Invincibles part okay. of a spine best I'm, player I'm happy with that top 15 then Rio's, Rio and Gerard are 16-17 then which, li- which leaves us as Ooh. Uh, and Andy Cole's Andy, Andy Cole before Gerard. <laughs> no. Andy Cole's seventeen at Okay, so just to just to read out our top fifteen, our final top fifteen as the podcast as us three. So Alan Shearer, Thierry Henry, Paul Scholes, Frank Lampard, Ryan Giggs, Wayne Rooney, John Terry, Cristiano Ronaldo, Sergio Aguero, Petr Cech, Ashley Cole, Eric Cantona, Dennis Burkamp, Patrick Vieira, and Roy Keane. There's going to be, I'm sure, plenty of opinions kicking about. How do we feel about that? I'm happy with that. I think that's a hell of a 15. How do you feel about it, Dave? I, I got most I of think... my way near the end there, so I'm happy with that. Well, to be fair, think... you've had a good point. I think, yeah, I'm happy with that. I don't... I mean, I feel a little bad leaving Gerald off, but he didn't want any prams. And if he had even won one, he'd be sure far on my list. We're talking. Yeah, I think we're talking best. If Gerrard had a Premier League, I'd have put him in. Yeah, yeah me. I think. But that team, I think, I like again like to see what people tweet us at in and around Pod. Yeah. With their maybe outsiders, maybe we've missed a couple of people, but I think we've done a pretty good job of this. If oh, I'm I, I just couldn't. I said, I said, I texted you boys. I said, look, when you're talking about the the absolute top, top players, I don't start considering you for a top 15 until you've won a Premier League. And the fact that Gerard got as close to he was is a testament to the quality player he was. He just wasn't as good as some of the other players on this list. Yeah. That was a lot of fun, that. Yeah. 
It was. Really it enjoyed was. that. Um, um, hopefully the listeners enjoyed that. and uh, The viewers, don't you mean, Mike? Right? Sorry, the viewers, yeah. Um, Maybe one day. Yeah, we will Get be... Get your ugly mug out there. We will be back. Well, no one would tune in now, would they, Mike? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back to probably a more conventional pod next week. We just couldn't really miss this opportunity to talk about players that we loved as opposed to talking about Kepa or Riza Balaga. Um, yeah, I enjoyed reminiscing about some of those players, to be honest. You made three. Yeah. three, three bring, back, three, yeah. bring back the memories of the players we grew up watching. Yeah. Got so involved with football, really. Number 16, Damien Duff. I'm 17, Joe Cole. Joe Cole, yeah. <laughs> While I'm still at... Carl 18, Bill. Ricardo Cavalier. Number 9, Carla Bilirouz. Um, oh, Ricky C. Oh. Yeah, I was... Anyway, we'll be here all night if I start talking about Ricky C. Um, Dave... If the people want to keep up with you, where can they find you? Uh, Twitter at Dave Harris underscore 44. Mike, if the people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, at Mikey Breslin on Twitter, but I do a lot of the tweeting on the In The Round page, so just at, at, at us on there probably will be your best bet. Yeah, and you can follow me at Wilhunt17, but as Mike says, please don't follow us there. Please follow us at In and Around Pod, where you can usually see me and Mike, me and Mike mainly tweeting. More, more Mike yeah. than me, because it's more sense. Um, every now and then, you during... get a lot more likes in general. <laughs> every now and then, in a chel- you might see me live tweet, live tweet a Chelsea match solely through the use of gifts of Marcus Alonso. <laughs> um, but we also just talk about uh, what we're going to discuss in the pod and ask our questions. Um, with that being said, we did have a listener question this week about the ban of heading, which we'll probably get to next week, where we can have a time to really dissect the topic. Um, if you want to keep in touch with the pod, again at In and Around Pod on Twitter, but also you can follow us on Apple podcast you can yep. follow us on soundcloud and you can follow us on spotify and we're at in and around pod i think on all of them however if you just search it you should be able to find it all the links are on twitter as well all the so. links are on twitter they are um thank you for joining us this week and we hope it's been a lot of fun and please 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 tweet mike your opinions on gerard <laughs> because i don't care i'm never putting that slippy g <laughs> slippy in the bloody top 15 <laughs> premier league players I can't believe you lot made me argue it. Slippy joke. All right. Next. Thanks very much. Thanks for joining us. Catch you next time.